guys. This is uh, IT here, Alwyn Gomez with IT Podcast at Club. Hope you guys are having a wonderful Saturday morning. Today we have a special guest, uh, Theo. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us about yourself a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. So, uh, uh, my name is Theo. I typically go by Theo or 7H3O online. Um, the industries that I've been in before, um, restaurant, beverage sales, and uh, recently trucking. My, uh, I have a master's in cybersecurity from the University of Cincinnati. Um, I work on a couple things now. Uh, I'm working on my, uh, my podcast. Um, I usually uh, stream Twitch on the weekends, and I'm currently studying Linux, command line, Python and interesting. Okay. Um, do you, um, work in any, do you uh, work in that field or are you currently working in the IT field? I'm not currently working in the IT field. I'd, I'd like to eventually, uh, crack into it. Um, I, uh, the, the location that I'm, I'm living in right now, there's not, there's, you know, there's more manufacturing, uh, and a little less on the, uh, IT side of things. Um, so, but I'm in the meantime, I'm just scrutinizing and I'm learning and just, uh, honing my skills more. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, any advice you would give students and what certifications do you recommend? You know, a lot of, um, I know there's a lot of people that are really wanting to get in the field and, you know, they need some advice, especially from, you know, a guy that has a master's in cybersecurity. Um, so yeah, actually, I think two different directions, actually, because uh, so you have students in school, but then uh, I think you have, you know, other people that are just learning on their own. So um, if you're in school, hopefully you have some sort of like a regimen, like a weekly, daily instruction from your instructor, followed by assignments or a project. So like my advice to students that are in school uh, connect with other with other students. It's good to help others. It's uh, it helps out for you know it could come back to you in the future. It's just good to help out others. Keep good notes. If you use paper and pencil, if that's your thing, or if it's electronic, if you use Evernote or Cherry Tree or one of those electronic note takers, um, and then you learn to use GitHub, like uploading your projects, code. Uh, I think you can even make your own website uh, through uh, GitHub now. Um, so learn to use GitHub. If you're not a student, I would say start with and stick with learning one concept at a time. Um, in my opinion, too many things that I, if I focus on, if I try to learn too many things at one time, then it bogs me down. So, um, and then my advice is the same. Uh, keep good notes, learn to use GitHub, connect with others. Um, it's, it's pretty much the same. But it, if you don't have someone guiding you like an instructor, then, you know, maybe you learn one or two things at the same time. I agree. I agree. And in terms of uh, certifications, do you have any or would you recommend, you know, students to take any or really focus on any? You know, a lot of companies nowadays, you know, they really want you to have the knowledge. So I think maybe, what do you think about just getting maybe the security plus, you know, to so start your journey mm -hmm. in cybersecurity and then eventually move up, right? 
I, I, I agree with you on that. I, I think employers, because I've had a few interviews, um, I think employers are looking for you to have some kind of self-starter, um, self-completion mentality after uh, after college. <clears throat> I think um, by doing that after college, it shows that you you know you're you're willing to do and learn some aspects on your own. Like which particular one? I I think it really comes down to maybe what path you're looking at heading down for your career. Um, if you don't have any IT experience. Um, I think definitely just starting with A plus is good. But if you do have some, then yeah, I think Network Plus or Security Plus would be good. The further ones up, like uh, what is it, uh, Certified Ethical Hacker or uh, the Pen you know, Test, right? The Pen Test ones. Mm-hmm. I think those may be at least for me. Those are a little bit out of my depth, a little bit. Um, but uh, I think just having some kind of yeah. So having some kind of certification shows employers that you're, you know, you're capable of uh, learning on your own. And and I agree. You brought up a really, really, um, you know, good point, meaning that you still, you know, th- there's people that go out there and, you know, just go fully for cybersecurity. Right. But mm-hmm. in the real world, you still need the basics. Right. And you mentioned the A plus. So, you know, I'm pretty sure you would recommend, I would recommend someone that's in cybersecurity. You know, it's going to be, it, it's kind of like another um, field because you're, you're, you know, you're pen testing or you're actually involving like a lot of programming, scripting. So there's definitely mm-hmm. some basics that you have to learn, right? Like the A plus, how the network works, you know, without knowing that knowledge, I'm pretty sure, you know, it's, it's just going to be super challenged, you know, to move forward on that goal or whatever that job you want. Yeah, I I agree. I agree a hundred percent with you. Having the, a lot of stuff in a, in this industry uh, builds on top of uh, one or the other, and uh, uh, having those having those foundations helps you. Yep, yeah, helps you learn. Help, helps you grow. Absolutely, I agree. And and this is from you know uh, some some of my friends that you know went into the cybersecurity field. You know they thought that. Um, you know, I'm just going to go get my master's, even my PhD, and just forget about, you know, the delay or the troubleshooting techniques. You know, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. even going to worry about the network. And then when they, you know, went and applied, they, they didn't receive no calls. And then that's because, you know, again, the basics, you know, you really mm-hmm. have to start at the, at the bottom and then, mm-hmm. way, you know, work your way up. Can I, can I share an embarrassing story right quick? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so the first, one of the first interviews I went on, um, well, I'm not going to say the, the company, but yeah, um, I didn't fully have the OSI model um, memorized. Like I think I had that little mnemonic device and I couldn't remember all the levels and it was, uh, it was very embarrassing um, not to have that very fundamental thing um, the OSI model uh, memorized. So uh, the very basics are very important to have uh, 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 important to have down. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, I'm I'm a network engineer, so my job uh, sometimes we overthink too much, or we don't really think about the basics. Mm-hmm. And instead of you know starting at the bottom, which is the physical layer, and working your way up as you should, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you right away jump into conclusion. Oh, it might be you know something else, or we might go to layer two or three, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just very important. Um, 
you know, whatever job or whatever project you're working is to really start at the basic and then, mm-hmm. you know, again, move your way up. That's that's just really important and critical. Mm-hmm. Well, that's your experience talking, though, right? I mean, that's your experience saying, OK, I've seen this before, so I'm going to dig in at the transport layer or, oh, it's a user problem. So I think it's I'm going to start a little bit higher uh, the app the presentation application. But uh, but yeah, you're right. You know, there's I'm sure you have protocols and, you know, telling you to start lower down the ladder. So, yeah, correct. And when you say experience and, and I know you mentioned it right now, um, you know, for someone that's not working on the field for cybersecurity, what would you recommend? Would you recommend like labs? What can they use? What kind of tools they could use at home to make their own lab? There are so many tools now. Um, I I started with a virtual machine with um, a Cali box on it, I think. Um, now that I'm a couple years removed, I, I, I use a, a Cali uh, a Windows uh, sub, subsystem for Linux. Um, and I use um, the Cali command line for a lot of the stuff that I'm learning now. Um, so, like, if you're just going to just, I mean, you could, if you, Sorry, if you you could go on and buy uh, a router and a switch off of eBay and set that up yourself and learn how to set that up yourself, that's a great hands-on way to do it. Um, if you want to do all virtualization, then you can use uh, uh, VirtualBox or uh, what's the other one? VMware uh, to set those things up, you know, virtually. Um, and you would know too, I mean, as a network engineer, I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty of things, uh, uh, tools that you can use just to get started. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm glad you brought that up because, um, it is important to people, you know, when they're just starting to definitely, you know, build their own lab at home, you know, if it's like you said, physical or virtual, virtually, it, it doesn't matter, you know, as long as you're really motivated. And, you know, there's there's YouTube out there. So, um, you know, there's a lot of tutorials. It's a lot of content out there for you to learn. And, you know, the best thing to do is, you know, if, if you're learning, um, they say, sorry, let me let me go. So they say, you know, mm-hmm. if you're learning something, uh, it's also good for you to learn it, you know, tell it to someone else. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be like if, you know, you have a podcast, uh, YouTube channel or Twitch. You know, you you and other people are going to join you and you guys are going to work together on that, you know. So it's definitely going to help you. And the more you do it, the better you're going to become at it. Yeah, I agree. 110%. That's why I do my that's why I do my Twitch. I mean, I I I don't know everything and whatever I'm learning, I think it's important to show other people that it's not something that just comes. You know, I, I think some people think it's just, oh, OK, well, I just can read down this cheat sheet and I'll know everything there is about that subject. No, it, it takes time. It takes time to learn. Correct. And, you know, don't give up, you know, even though you might be frustrated or you might not find the answer right away that, that has <laughs> yeah. happened to me. You know, how do I do this? Wait a minute. Like I did it last week or something, you know, yeah. something worked last week. Why is it not working this yeah. this week? You know, just just patience, you know, it's just really patience. And then um, just really getting to know your, your, your tools, you know, mm-hmm. and the system you're working with. That's that's the major thing. Yeah. The first time I had VM, um, I'm pretty sure I was stuck in the box for a day <laughs> until I figured out how to do the alt uh, alt tab or whatever it is to get to escape the VM. 
I can't remember what it is right now. Correct, correct. Yes, yes. I, ha- I still have that problem. Believe it or not, you you forget. It's like you forget. You gotta like, Google it yeah. on your phone because your your computer's stuck in the VM. Correct, correct. But but I gotta say though, Google is your best friend. Well, mm-hmm. not Google, but you know, for privacy reasons, maybe DuckDuckGo. Right, your yep. your best friend. Your your question is most likely has been asked before and answered somewhere before. So absolutely. Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, what would you, you know, what would you implement in an organization to keep it secure? You know, now, uh, nowadays, uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, malware or a lot of people, at corporate offices, like the chief officer, you know, getting hacked because they clicked on something. You know, it's just, it's never ending. Uh, I want to, you know, know your, your, from your expertise and your opinions, what, what do you think about that, you know? Um, that's a, that's a excellent question. Like, because I don't have, I don't have a, um, an IT background just yet. So, um, what I see like in my day-to-day job, um, the bad guys are constantly going after humans now. So I think that you know, implementing some kind of like human um, fishing training, um, I think is essential for an organization. Um, humans are the continue to be the we- weakest, easiest, fastest way to gain access to an organization. Um, in fact, just this week, um, it was is very busy at work this week. And there were a couple of times when I'm in the middle of five or 10 things at the same time. And then I get a request from this. I got this email come in and said, Hey, um, we can't pay you. Um, it was from a vendor that I work for. We can't pay you. Um, please see the attachment from our attorney about, um, wanting to set up some kind of a payment structure and schedule. And that's a big thing with uh in the company that i'm working with so i just started clicking right away and i'll be darned if two clicks in i was like you know what this is a scam um i was able to back out of it before i downloaded anything but someone without a background like me may, may have just been uh just just clicked right i see and then i know um you know you have your your podcast usb our guest flash briefing i know you talked about in one of those podcasts about robocalls um, that's been a big thing, right? A huge oh, yeah. thing in, in, in today's world, right? Where mm-hmm. people call you and, you know, it has happened to me. And then, uh, sometimes we forget about it or we, we're not actually, uh, thinking, you know, so for example, you know, I, I receive a call saying, Hey, we have your, your sister or brother kidnapped. You know, if, if you don't do this, oh. we're not, we're going to not let them go. And, and then they sound, this is a crazy thing. They sound or maybe because at that time you're you're worried, you're scared. They sound exactly, the voice sounds like your. It is your 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 brother. It is mm-hmm. your sister, right? So then now you're thinking, oh no, please don't do anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, the best thing to do, right, it would be to hang up that call, right, and then call your your relatives, right, your or your brother and sister to make sure you know it's just they're okay and it's not mm-hmm. actually real, you know. And it's again, it's it might be. I know it's kind of different, different from a robocall, but it could be a robot, you know, but it, but mm-hmm. it's actually it could be, a, you know, a real person on the other side, you know, trying to spoof you or, or take your money away. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's tough. They, they prey on that. They prey on, uh, number one, uh, you could be sidetracked. So you could be working throughout your day. Uh, number two, uh, the urgency, um, and how personal it becomes and think about the person that's more susceptible to that kind of, uh, attack. If they don't have any kind of experience or have not heard of that kind of scam, they're 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 on the ride hook line and sinker i mean that that scammer has them go into the store has them wiring money and before you know it, it the money's gone and it was a scam and and then you get off the phone and then you call your brother and sister you start calling people around and you realize you got scammed so it's i mean that that thing preys on on you on so many different levels that you're right you have to even if you have to put the phone on mute and have someone else call uh, your brother and sister, because you're concerned that it, it very may well be real. Take the time to just take a, a quick second, uh, a pullback and, and reach out to your, per, you know, the person that you think may be in trouble on another line. Correct. And then, you know, you have, I think it's very important in the company to basically go over security awareness training, you know, that's mm-hmm. the most important thing, you know, kind of having a maybe once a month or having a um, a campaign, right, um, to get it going mm-hmm. inside your organization to see, you know, hey, um, let's see, Larry, Larry clicked on the email. Hey, you weren't supposed to do that. Now you got to go to a training. You know, you got to make sure you understand mm-hmm. because that that's really critical. You could have infected all of us or whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's a very important training that I think the – you know, employees should really take, you know, serious, even though it might be silly because, again, the the password, you know, the, the passwords are, are, are a big thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I had people in the past where their password is password123 or <laughs> their dog's name, you know. <laughs> and that's, that. you know, when you're doing attacks like spear phishing or whatever the case may be, um they're going to find out, you know, that's the first thing uh, I heard in some of your podcasts saying uh, sometimes uh, the first thing they'll do attackers is a dictionary attack. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's, they're going to go from the basics and there's tools out there, you know, like a script kitty, you know, could go in there, download something, something basic that someone else already, you know, launched or, or created. And then they could just run that and they have access to your account. And not just that, right. You, you, mm-hmm. you agree with me that other a lot of people would use the same password for the for a whole bunch of other accounts, even their bank account, you know, which is really bad. <laughs> you know, that's 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 really, in my opinion, really silly. But of course, you know, you have to, uh, like us, you know, out there, we have to teach people. You know, um, you know, I know my 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 relatives. I started doing that, and, and until I introduced, you know, like um, LastPass, you know, then they were oh. okay. This is easy. But then a, a lot of people, you know, w- what's your opinion on that using, uh, you know, password managers? Do you agree or disagree or do you, you know, instead create your own phrase or, you know, add symbols at the end? What do you what do you think about that? So I think as long as you're not reusing passwords, I think almost any other solution to reusing password is better than reusing passwords. If it's, I mean, you're really, in my opinion, you're really keeping passwords 
away from the bad guys online. So even if you're low tech and you just have a pen and paper next to your desk or locked away in a drawer uh, with all your pass usernames and passwords on it, that's still better than reusing passwords. Um, but I mean, I have it too. I mean, I, I use a password manager. The password for that pass manager is ridiculous. It makes absolutely no sense. And I have it written down somewhere so I don't forget it, but I don't have it anywhere online anywhere. So it, it, as long as I, I think, yeah, as long as someone is using some form other than reusing passwords, that's, that's a million miles better. I agree. I agree. And then the thing that you said, you know, when you have a password manager, you have one password basically to remember, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what the system does for you is it generates secure passwords, right? Depending on the characteristics that you want mm -hmm. or the length, right? So, you know, you, you, th that one password could be, you know, someone can memorize that. But when you have a employee or someone that has to, oh, it's too hard to make a long password for every account, you know? The password manager, I think, could be really beneficial, you know, but but again, you know, there's different ways and routes of going. But as long as you the most important thing is that you have to have a unique password. Right. Um, oh. And a lot of pe you know people struggle with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you have to. You really do. I mean, it's not it's not, it's never easy to have something like really complicated. But, yeah, you, you have to have you don't reuse passwords and make them unique. I, I totally agree. Uh, so, have you heard about Silver Sparrow lately? This week, uh, you know, you know I, I heard it mentioned, um, and I didn't uh, do any. I didn't do any kind of research on it until uh, you mentioned it. Usually, I'll listen to a couple podcasts. Uh, I didn't get a chance to do it on, on my way home um, when I usually listen to them. But I, I did look it up this morning, and oh my god. I think, <laughs> I mean, I want to hear, I would, <laughs> I want to hear what you have to think about it being in the industry, but uh, as an outsider and having, you know, some knowledge about, I, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's really scary. Um, right. I, yeah. So what, what do you, you, or do you want me to, you want to answer, you want me to, you want to hear what I think about it first or you want to? Sure. Let, okay. Well, I, I, I could tell you a little bit just because, you know, yes. I, I, I brought it up first. Yeah. So, you know, I paused because, you know, aren't Apple <laughs> Macs supposed to be immune that's, to, to yeah. malware, right? So That's, that's um, what they said. That's, yeah, yep, go so, ahead. You know, I, I, was, <laughs> I, I was in my lunch, right? And, um, you know, um, I had to text my coworkers. I really had to. And wait a minute, what? And and we were, we're basically a, a Mac-based environment. So think about that, how, you know, we were freaking out, you know. <laughs> What is this new malware? And the the you know we're collaborating, and they're reading some other blogs or whatever the mm -hmm. case may be, and they're saying that hey, you may have it right now, mm -hmm. and you might not know. So that was even more the, the scary part. So what do I do? You know, what do I download malware bytes right now uh, on the spot, or you know, it's just a pretty interesting um, malware. You know, that, that's as I was reading. You know, it was probably. Um, it was hitting on nearly thirty thousand Macs, mm -hmm. you know. So that that's that's quite a, a lot of them. But I'm pretty sure at this point, you know, since it's Apple, uh, they're probably working on it. And I'm pretty sure that you know their developers there are probably like on in a lot of pressure. So they're really trying to figure out what to do. 
mm-hmm. and then hopefully I don't know if you know we're recording this right now, but I'm not sure if you know there's already a um, a patch out there or they're just working on it. You know, especially with that Apple's M1 chip, you know that that really um, that's really interesting. And then I think on these attacks, honestly, from my my opinion, um, mm-hmm. is that basically you know um, someone that probably worked at Apple, you know, went you know got laid off or whatever the case may be, and it's it's opening telling hackers you know this is how Apple works or this is how certain things work. Or maybe, you know, there's just people out there, you know, that are very, very genius and mm-hmm. then they, they, they're they're figuring out, you know, they're actually studying um, the Apple, you know, um, code. And then, mm-hmm. you know, they they were able to do this, um, the uh, Silver Sparrow. So that's kind of what I got only on, on this kind of this topic. You know, it's fairly new. So, um, you know, we, we we still have to see what happens in the next couple of days. Yeah, it's it's uh it's alarming, and I and and just the fact you said that the, your organization uses a lot of Mac, yeah, that's that's even more um, concerning. Um, the thirty thousand endpoints um, since if if the article I read was white says that uh, since February seventeenth, so ten days, they have infected thirty thousand uh, endpoints. I mean that is. I I could I need to go back and take a look and see how that stacks up, but that seems like a lot fast. Um, is the first alarming thing that about it that I saw. The uh, the second thing I saw was no malicious payloads have been detected yet. Um, which kind of reminds me a little bit of the uh, maybe not specifically, but how long the Solar Winds one was was going on. And and no one knew about it. So the the fact that no, there's no malicious payloads have been detected, and this may be me being uh, too um, suspicious. But but yeah, I mean, maybe someone, maybe it's it was baked in there. Maybe someone has really figured it out and been able to put this in there and has been studying the architecture of Apple. Um, and if it's been in there so long, someone has probably known about it because they wrote it or so is it just a proof of concept? Are they are they trying to were they trying to sell the exploit to someone? So I mean it there's a lot going there's a lot of questions uh that are unanswered. I hope the people I think Red Canary was the one that um found found it and reported it. So hopefully they find more, but but that that that's my those are my general thoughts about it. No, and I agree. You know, we're, we're just um, giving our opinions, but we won't know, you know, until they actually come out with mm-hmm. a statement, you know, saying what happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Red uh, Canary, you know, that's that's a really um, I've heard about them, so they're really good. Um, they're quite expensive, but yeah, definitely, definitely good at implementation <sighs> to implement in your organization. Sure. And if they found this, then, I mean, it's just, you know, they're, they're proving their worth, but, uh, yeah, really alarming when I, I was listening I was reading the article this morning. So, so I, I guess that's it for, for today. Uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You know, where, where could people find you, you know, uh, where can they learn about you and then, and, you know, kind of learn with you too, as well, you know? 
Oh, I appreciate that. Now, thank you again for having me. Uh, please let me know if you need anything in the future. People can find me um, on any major platform for podcasting. Uh, you would just search for U- the letters USB, our guest. Um, and I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on any major platform. Uh, on the weekends, um, I'm on Twitch under uh, the name B7H30. Um, uh, and, I, and I'm just streaming whatever that, uh, that I'm learning. I want people to see exactly how, uh, how long and how hard it can be to, to learn a new concept. So um, I appreciate you, you uh, allowing me on. Thanks. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for joining. And then, all right, guys, thanks for tuning in. See you guys on the next episode. And remember, stay tech savvy.